Welcome to the Build Up on Balls.ie in association with Labbrooks. Please bet responsibly. Visit dunlewy.net for further information. If you'd like to listen to the full episode of the Build Up podcast this week, then you can find us on all good podcast apps by searching the Build Up on Balls.ie. This is GA Guest the Handicaps. This is the ultimate showdown. This is live on pay-per-view. It is Mark Farley, defending, reigning defending champion versus the number one contender. The man many said was shirking the challenge. Many said was avoiding the champ, having gone through apparently a crisis of confidence lately. However, he stood up. He is a man and he is here today and he is here to take that title. Mr. PJ Brown. I'm back after a guest appearance of the referee last week. Yeah, special guest referee hit him with a steel chair at the end. (laughs) I should have done that. I should actually have done that. Lads, he is ready. I'm ready. I was born okay. ready. There's five games. There's like there's there's more than five games, but some of them are are kind of down to actually. I tell a lie. There's four games <laughs> this week because there's no uh, no spread on the awfully Antrim Division Two uh, the hurling game. game. Yeah, big game. Could be guess the favorite there. Right? I don't know which one to go with. Um, but so we've got four games. So we're gonna have to. I'm gonna, I might have to get my tie break machine out of retirement um, to come up with this. But we'll see how we go because it's it's technically a random kind of week off. Westmead and Carlo is the only game in the relegation playoff in Division 1 to Hurling that's actually scheduled for this week. I don't really understand GEA scheduling. We'll talk about it another day. However, there are three rearranged um, games between Fermanagh and Armagh in the football in Division 2 from last week and from Limerick, Waterford and Galway in Tipperary in Division 1 of the Hurling. So Thank God for the various storms. Exactly. We wouldn't, have, we wouldn't have a guest to handicap this week. And what would we do then pj we'd just be stuck here talking about westmead and carlo for a while which would be fine by me actually it wouldn't be much of a gift to handicap segment if we no <laughs> well a one a one result a one handicap shootout was what we would have um the champion goes first am i right in saying so what yes, i've done right this, uh mills lane here not on his game uh westmead versus carlo relegation playoff one of these teams will be playing division two hurling next year mark one of them will be playing Division 2 hurling. It, it's one of the great hurling rivalries over the last two years, say two and a half years at this point. Um, yeah, they've played each other in like league finals or John, John McDonough, McDonough finals Cubs. or now relegation yeah. finals. They're always the two, they're always bunched together. Like. Yeah. Uh, Westmead seem to have kicked on a little bit more than Carlo, um, but that's probably only just taken the, like that's really the Cork game. Um, Galway. Galway as well. Yeah. yeah, they were decent against Galway, but again, neither of them, like, it's good to see the restructuring as well from Congress last week, the Leinster Championship, that these teams are going to get a bit more um, experience, a bit more time to play at the top level, because it's definitely going to benefit them. Um, but that being said, Westmead are favourites for this, and they're probably, they're probably two, three, three point favourites. Oh, I think that's too big. I think that's definitely too big. Uh so do well, I. Then, Why yeah. <laughs> well, it's too late now. Uh, well, uh, Westmead have definitely been the better team in the league this year. They have the, like, you look at the scoring difference. Carlos is minus 70. Westmead is minus 59. And Carlo had a game against Leash, a team like much closer to them yeah. than like any team that uh, Westmead had in their, in their group. You could argue Dublin are more on a level with, you know, are probably the level off the next group yeah. of kind of teams as well. So they had by far the easier group. Yeah. Generally, generally between these two teams, like Carlos seems to have got, gotten the better of the, of these two teams in the past. But right now, Westmead are playing a better hurling. So I'm just going to go Westmead minus two. 
Mark, I think the the uh, bright lights, the big occasion, the light, the pay per view audience. You've you've been known on the table tennis court to bottle a big a big appearance, you know. And now that you've put so much pressure on yourself, you had to. You changed the tree. PJ's right, oh. two nil. Westmead are minus two in this game. So annoying. It <laughs> said the word two. You did. <laughs> you did. So two nil to PJ with the honour. Let's go to the rearranged uh, Division One hurling games, starting with Limerick against Waterford, the Gaelic grounds. Waterford starting off very well, lost last week to yeah. Tipperary, but didn't shame themselves with thirteen men. I, I'm just PG filling time here. I'm filling time for the audience. Uh, two teams already true, pretty much to the quarterfinals. I think, yeah. Uh, I would think, I think so yeah, because think Cork are basically gone. Yeah, and obviously uh, Westmead are relegated. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. Lim- Lim- Galway, Galway the, have a. The, there's only three teams qualify, isn't it? Because yeah. the top team yeah. goes to the semifinals. So it's a shoot up between uh, Galway and Tip. Okay, for for the third place. Uh, yeah, Limerick, Limerick are definitely Limerick are home. Limerick are definitely favourites for this. There are. So much strength in depth. I think they've used thirty. They'd use thirty-three players certainly before the weekend, for last weekend, what last weekend's game. They will shuffle the pack here. Still be favourites. I am going to say Limerick minus three. Mark, he's probably Limerick minus three as well. I just wonder will they take the fact that Limerick could shuffle the pack into account and does it make it slightly smaller? Like or again, it's probably. Three or two, uh, you probably nailed it with three, which means then that I bet most I'm going to be able to, I'm, all I'm going to be able to do is draw this and I could lose my title, but I may just go with uh, Limerick minus two. It isn't Limerick minus two, and it isn't Limerick minus three, it's Limerick minus four. Yeah. Uh, we talked about disrespect to Waterford move. last week, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Limerick minus four, which means it's 3-0 to PJ. So we could be on the, a title change is in the offing. But Mark, you're, you're not dead yet, right? Yeah. Because we're going to go to the beautiful city of Galway. In fact, the town of Salt Hill. And we're going to welcome Tipperary. One of the greatest hurling matchups of all time, I would oh. say. Galway and Tipperary. Nothing comes easy in the guest of handicaps. 1987. Here, this is what happens when people come after your throne. Um you're sent humdiggers like this. Like, it would have been a bit cl- more clear cut if this game had gone ahead where it was meant to have gone ahead. But now the fact that uh, Goy bounced back last week with a win, um, it's a little bit closer for Tipperary. are still going to be favourites. The fact that it's in Salt Hill, though, is probably going to take a point off that and say the fact that Goy won last week is going to take a point of it. So rather than being five-point favourites, they're probably three... Slash two. I'm in the same three or two boat again. They are two point favourites. You're saying tip or two point favourites? Yes. Okay. In Galway. Okay. Yeah. PJ. I. Yeah, this is, this is a very hard one to follow. Isn't it? Like, you've seen so, so little from both these teams. Like, uh. like it's, it's hard to know where they are if they even care about this. They, they, these teams, they were prob, given how, how long there is until the next game. Yeah, we were talking I, probably nine weeks now. Yeah, yeah after this, I, I, I think they would like at least one more game, one more really good competitive game. Uh, they're both going to be up for this. Yeah, you maybe you're probably right, Mark. I was like, if I was back, back picking a team in this game, I would probably go. I would go with Tip. I would like even in Salt Hill, but as Galway are at home, 
I am going to go, just, just, yeah, I'm going to go for the, try for the, uh, the, not a dodgy win, you know, but going to go tip minus one. Mark, you're no longer oh, the guest of handicap champions because it is tip minus one. And it's a, a stunning performance here from PJ so far. He's winning 5 nil. There's one game to go, and we're going to try and get the whitewash here. PJ, you're going to have the honour. Can you make it a 7 nil? They go into record books. This is like Liverpool bottling at Watford last week, like, you know. But it's a rearranged fixture from the football division too. You're dead right, Mick. I'm clearly the best player in the league. It's for Mana just- versus Armagh. <laughs> Brewster Park, Saturday at 7 o'clock. By the way, TV games this week. Limerick and Waterford is on um, Saturday evening. Uh, Galway and Tip is on on Sunday at 2 o'clock on TG Cahar and followed by the deferred coverage of Westmead versus Carlo. And I presume Fermanagh and Armagh is on the Air Sport 2 if it's on at 7 o'clock on Saturday night. So you can kind of get every game this week if you want. <laughs> again. Uh, big game for both these teams. Massive for Fermanagh and Fermanagh. Armagh. You almost think if they have any chance of promotion, need to win. Yeah. Um Fermanagh at home. Fermanagh might not be playing Sam Maguire football this year if they lose this. Yeah, that would not be a start, good start to Wrighty's uh, management career, inter-county management career anyway. Um, I, if, I was picking th- yeah, if I was picking the team to win this game, I would definitely go with Armagh. So I'm going to go just, just to like, going to give it like the Pete Sampras smash. <laughs> And go, <laughs> go on. Going to go Armagh minus two. Uh, it is Armagh minus two, I'd say. Although it could be one. I think Armagh are going to win this game. Oh, no. Uh, Claire fan of me doesn't want to hear that, Mark. Yeah, I do. But that being said, I do think Armagh are favourites. And like, Armagh are, are well in this division. Like There is very little between all these teams yeah. in the division. Great talk about this an awful lot. But the fact that Armagh at the bottom really kind of everyone's gone... We almost, I think, are trying to confirm things in our head just for our own peace of mind. So it's like, oh, we need to write, we need to decide something in Division 2. Oh, yeah, for Manor, they're gone. Do you know, mm. like last week it was like, oh, yeah, Cavan, they're up. And it's like, oh, no, wait, don't Claire have won all of a sudden. <laughs> it was only you saying that, but anyway. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're in real trouble. Now, all of a sudden, Claire are still in the hunt for promotion. Um, so I think, yeah, I'm our favourites. I'm going to say I'm our minus one. Seven nil. Wow. Our man minus two. This was a wonderful performance, Mark. <laughs> to be fair, you got to go and lick your wounds. He's got seven in. I'm sure you had two cho- chances the same as he did in the other games. Go and lick your wounds. If you want to come back next week, if you want to do a Deontay Wilder and trigger your rematch clause straight away, my suggestion would be let someone else have a go and wait in the wings because that was a terrible performance. No, I'm triggering my rematch clause straight away. The problem was that the... This being, of course, you know, I'm, I, I've come in with my crown. I've come in with the cloak, the king's cloak here, and it's all weighed too much. It's tired uh, me out. We should be letting PJ later. talk here, the man who actually won instead of this sore loser shite. So, Congratulations, PJ. T- thank you very much. It, it's good to be back. It, it, it is good to be back. Uh, I, I'm proud of that performance. Uh, I feel it, you know, it's type performance. It's a, it's a mark of who I really am as a guest the handicapper. And, uh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be happy to take Mark on again whenever he, I was about to say whenever, this, whenever he wants to come back. This is kind of like if, if we're keeping with this WWE comparison here, this is like two great faces going against each other. And this is like after the match is over, we had a hell of a game, even though you won 7-0, <laughs> that we stand in the ring and 
one of us dramatically puts out her hand for the other one to shake yeah. and go, good game, good game. Because if I was to lose to anyone, PJ, I'm glad it was you and not making Donny because you actually know something about GA. <laughs> the maximum uh, PJ could have got was eight and he got seven. So uh, the maximum you could have got was eight and he got zero. I, Just, like, like, I don't know a lot about WWE, but I feel like in this situation, you, even though we've shook hands, you should then hit me over the head with that red chair in the corner there. <laughs> yeah, third heel of the next one will just be like, ooh. But anyway, we'll see what, what transpires next week. If you're having any bets in the GA this week, be sure to gamble responsibly. You can visit dunlouis.net for more information. Before we go, we're going to get our charity bet, and then Mick is going to get us hyped for the Clippers against the Lakers this weekend. 